1: I'm Tara Saraband and you're listening to World's Dumbest Criminals. If you're keen to hear about the most ridiculous, bizarre and downright stupid criminals and crime stories in the world ever, you've come to the right place. In today's episode, you'll be hearing about a wanted man in Atlanta who called the police after being served lukewarm fries at McDonald's and ended up getting arrested for something far, far worse, a 65-year-old woman from Queensland who exacted revenge on her ex-husband after being threatened with witchcraft by his new girlfriend, and more. Alrighty, let's get cracking. Cracking. I think we can all agree that calling the cops because your McDonald's fries are cold is a very Karen thing to do. But calling the cops because your fries are lukewarm? Well, that's next-level Karen behaviour. On Friday, August 5th last year, cops in Kennesaw, Georgia, were called to a local McDonald's because twenty-four-year-old Antoine Sims was having a tantrum about being served lukewarm fries, this would be a petty and ridiculous enough story on its own. But the fact Antoine was wanted by the police at the time just makes it comically stupid. Let's have a listen to the police body cam recording. Uh, we
2: don't what they okay, what's up? Uh, basically, we went in there purchase of food um i guess it's something wrong with their server Sorry. a lady before us tried to order on the little box thing she okay. said that wasn't working he had to stop us from ordering and go help her okay so it's he probably frustrated at work you okay. know what i'm saying that's the whole scenario okay. from what I guess. so why
3: did y'all call so
2: like uh, what happened because we ordered the food um he couldn't print us a receipt. Okay. Um. So he said the receipt would be printed in the back. So okay. I said okay. So we sat down. Me and my fiance looking for homes around here. Gotcha. So we uh, went back to Progressive Rentals looking at homes. Uh huh. Um. I guess our order was called, but we don't even know our order number. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So now our food is sitting there cold. So when I come up, I say, you know, I try to fry the fries. Are, they're lukewarm, but they're not hot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I just asked him, can we get some fresh, fresh fries? Okay. He said, okay, the fries are not hot. Touch the fries. I said, no, they're not hot. And at this point, you don't touch them, so you know. Yeah. yeah can I just get a fresh set? Okay. So is he getting the fries? And I said, hey, can I also get the receipt? That was five minutes ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, excuse me, sir. Five minutes ago, I can I can run my store however I want to run my store. Okay. This now, sir. Okay. I didn't pay. You say, matter of fact, you can leave my property. Get off my property now, or you can come and get. Uh, I do a refund. I say, sir, with we um cash up card, this is three to seven business to do a refund. Just give me my set of fries and my receipt. That's mm. what you're supposed to do anyway when I pay for my order. Okay. This is not my my story. He's telling you. me this is his business. He owns this life. It's not N A D. We just okay. need the fries and the burger.
3: Okay. Do you have your ID on you? <laughs> no, sir. Okay, well I'm gonna have to get your information.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, what's your last name? Uh Sims. S I M S. S I M E S. E. S. And first name? A N T O I N E. O I A N E. A N T O I A N E. What's your birthday?
1: The look on his face when the cop asked for his information is priceless. Dude has had more than his fair share of run-ins with the law. He should know how this stuff works. And you just heard Antoine here deliberately misspell his name to try and mislead the officer. Sims is not spelt S-I-M-E-S and Antoine isn't spelled A N T. O-I-A-N-E. It's like he thinks he's on Wheel of Fortune and he can just buy a couple of extra vowels to throw into his name whenever he wants. Now, it turns out that the owner of the Maccas Antoine called the cops on also called the cops on Antoine. Let's hear his side of the story.
3: All right, so I'm going to go ahead and let you know he called as well, so y'all both called. Yeah, we both right, called yeah. right So I'm going to go in and talk to him. Um... Hey, Carl, will you hang out with him? All right, he's gonna hang out with you for a second. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and talk to him real quick. Yeah. Let's go inside. Let's talk inside. Outside of here. Somewhere. I don't want. I don't want us to be outside talking. Go
2: ahead,
3: go ahead. We can talk right here. We can go inside. It don't matter. So what happened? You Okay. So break it down for me. What he, happened? He insists that he's all his food is cold. Okay. Burning my hands, so I'm, whatever that's okay. you know, not you know, doesn't really matter. Okay, I took another nice old stretch, at me. You better give me a fresh five months. Mm-hmm. Like, what here's a little old lady, and she mm-hmm. just came up to me. If you need me to talk to the police, it's like, no, nah, I got this. But he starts losing it, starts shoving his food at me. Mm-hmm. And I said, sorry, he said, I said, well, d- d- tell you what, you can take your business elsewhere, give me a car, give me a refund. No, I'm, you're not going to give me an effort, refund, you're gonna give me my money back. Mm-hmm. Guess, okay. So look, sir. So i shoving his
4: food.
3: I took his food. He's got nothing to show at me. Next thing you know, he's throwing his drink at me. Mm-hmm. So I took his food and took it a little Sprite. Put it in the trash. Here's your. your give me your card. have a refund. Take your business elsewhere. Please don't come back. Okay. Scream at me. I'm CT. You know okay. Did you give him his refund? Like is that I all Refused to. Okay. You're not gonna give me a refund. Okay. No, This is the way he was talking. Okay. So, I don't want him to see I don't want to ever have him back Okay. I mean, dude's obviously on probation. he got an ankle bracelet on. Okay. And you have to have his card to do a refund? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't want him back in here. Okay. If you want to give me his card, I'll give him his refund. Okay. Well, you're not going to give him any more food. You're not going to, like, remake no, it. Okay. okay. I mean, that's your, it's your business. You're right. I'm just asking. <laughs> I told him it's my business. It's okay. my okay. restaurant. Okay. Okay. Oh, no All right. I'll be right back. Okay. okay.
1: While his partner is keeping an eye on Antoine, the cop goes back to his cruiser and requests Antoine's name and date of birth be run through the system. While that's being done, he goes and updates him on the earth-shatteringly important case of the lukewarm fries.
3: All right, so here's the deal. As a business owner, he has the right to not remake your food. He is willing to do a refund. He has no problems doing a refund, but he's not going to remake your food. As a business owner, he can do that. Okay. Um, he does not want you coming back in the store. He actually wants us to criminally trespass you, so you will not be allowed back at this no, McDonald's. I, I don't even stay here. I heat, it doesn't matter. He's requested it. we got to do it. It's not a big deal. It's a so piece you of charge me? No, we're not charging you. It's a piece of paper we're going to give you that's going to say, hey, you can't come back to this McDonald's. That's all it is.
2: Wow. Like, yeah. No, just like, just realistically, did I do anything? Wrong?
3: I don't know. I I'm not here to even figure that out. I'm here to I'm here to so keep yeah, the peace. Like this a, this yeah, this is completely civil. So, civil yeah, stuff.
2: yeah, okay. No, no, I don't no, want to no, complain no, about it. Can, I can can um, no, no, So, it's fine, right? I just I'm just don't understand what I did wrong with this.
3: No, you're good. Um, do you have CT forms? No, I just, I was okay, I have CT forms. That's fine. Um, it's not a big deal. So look, all right. So this is civil. Okay. As a business owner, he has the right to refuse service to anyone he chooses to refuse service to. Just like if you own a business, you have the same right to do the same thing. Exactly. If you own a physical business, like you, you didn't have, have a, you can ct you can ct whoever the hell you want. You can do whatever, yeah. as long as it's within the law and that's within the law. Okay. All right. So hang out with him. I'm gonna get that form. It's a simple form that says, "Hey, just don't come back to this McDonald's." Now I will tell you, if you do come back to this McDonald's, and we oh, get no, caught out here, no, no, you go to jail. I'm not. All right.
2: I'm not. I, I got it smart. So.
3: Um, you cool with the refund? Uh, yeah, so okay. I just gotta go in okay. there and tap my Yeah, again. I will get that in just a second, okay? Okay.
1: When the cop goes back to his cruiser to get the criminal trespass form, he also receives the background check on Antoine. Even though he tried to be tricky with the spelling of his name, he may have given his actual date of birth, which was blanked out in the recording, as the police check came back with a warning. Unaware of this, his partner comes to the car to tell him he reckons Antoine is being slick and says that he too has clocked his ankle monitor. The main cop calls for backup and goes back to where Antoine and his partner are standing in the McDonald's parking lot. Then he tries to get Antoine to sign the criminal trespass form as though nothing else is going on. But Antoine is sus on the situation – and rightly so, because this man, Karen, and his stupid lukewarm fries were wanted for murder.
3: Wanted person, caution, violence, armed and dangerous. What's up, man? Hey, I don't know if you pull but he's being slick over here. He's got a big damn ankle monitor on you. I got you. I know. I got you. Uh, no, you're good hmm. Oh, um, he's gonna do the refund, so I'll get you the card here in a second. Okay.
2: License status suspended
3: 24 year old male. Wanted person. Caution. Violence. Armed and
2: dangerous. 1116. License 11, 16.
3: status
2: suspended 24 year old male.
3: What's your ETA. All right, Mr. Sims, come over here. I'm going to have you sign
2: this. I'm not under arrest or anything, am
3: I? No, sir. I'm just Come over here. I'm going to have you sign this real quick. I said I'm not under arrest No, no, you're not. Yeah, just come over here. I'm going to have you sign this real quick. You have to sign it saying that you
2: don't want to come back to the property. So
3: you'll fill this part out. Can
2: I see it, sir? Yeah.
3: Will you come over here, man?
2: No, I'm, I'm afraid of y'all, sir. Why are I you afraid? It three years, sir. Ready, All right,
3: sir. I'm, I'm going to walk you through. I'm, Why, are you, Why out, are you doing that? I know how to fill it out.
2: Why are you doing that? I know how to fill Am I right? Yeah. Come on. No, let's it
1: here. Back in October 2018, Adelisa Muratovic, her boyfriend Michael Smith, and friend Deshaun Flournoy went to Antoine's apartment in Johns Creek to buy drugs off him. Investigators believe the men were planning to rob Antoine and at some point gunfire was exchanged. Adelisa was shot and killed while sitting in the passenger seat of Michael's car. Michael and Deshawn ran off into the nearby woods, leaving the car and her body behind. The police said, to dispose of the evidence, Antoine took the car to a Lawrenceville subdivision and set it on fire with her body inside. The burning car was reported to the police at around 3.30am the next morning. Antoine, Michael and Deshaun were all charged with felony murder. Both Michael and Deshaun turned themselves in about a month later, but Antoine scampered off. He was tracked down by US Marshals in Wisconsin and chucked in the pokey in March 2019. After he got bail, he did another runner, failing to appear in court on the homicide charge. Antoine was wearing an ankle monitor, so it's not like he would have been hard for the authorities to track down. But hey, they didn't have to, because a dumb as a box of hammers man Karen here called the cops on himself. When he realises the jig is up, Antoine tries to run from the cops, which is not a scenario that usually ends well for the perp. The police gave chase, eventually tracking him down in the parking lot of a nearby apartment block after a resident called 911 to report a man trying to break into a third-floor apartment. Antoine tried to run off yet again, and then this happened. I should warn you, it gets a bit shouty and screamy.
3: Contact, backside, backside. Tays deployed, Tays deployed!
1: Put your hands out! Put your hands out! Hands out! Do not move! That was a tad jarring to listen to. But I hear all the dolphins within a 400-mile radius were quite turned on by his mating call. When they searched Antoine's car, the police found 31 grams of marijuana. So in addition to his murder charge, Antoine was also charged with hindering law enforcement criminal trespass, and possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute. He is yet to be sentenced, but I doubt he'll be looking for homes in the area with his fiancée again for a long, long time. And all because he called the cops about some lukewarm fries. Okay, I'm coming down, but be advised, I'm coming from our north,
3: northwest. It'll take me a few minutes.
1: At around 10.20am on October 21st last year, Lilia Ensler had a strange encounter with her ex-husband at a Spotlight store in North Mackay, Queensland. Spotlight is Australia's largest purveyor of fabric and craft supplies. If you need paintbrushes, glitter, furry neon green fabric, buttons, sewing stuff, felt, wool or just about anything else crafty you can think of, you can get it there. It's frequented by people who sew, knit or do other crafty endeavours and it's usually a pretty chill atmosphere in there. The customers aren't wilding around acting out for shits and giggles because they already have a hobby to keep them off the streets. I didn't even know that drama could go down at Spotlight, but I do now. In a random encounter, 65-year-old Lilia bumped into her ex-husband of 25 years. He was the father of their three kids and they'd broken up six years earlier. But her ex-husband wasn't at Spotlight alone. Oh, no, no, no. He was there with his new partner. Rather than going the cliched route of considering her ex's new girlfriend to be a bitch, Lilia seemed to be under the impression that the woman was a witch. See, witchcraft is an accepted part of Filipino culture. Lilia was born in Japan, but had lived in the Philippines for many years before moving to Australia in the late 1970s. Filipino witches are said to be purveyors of black magic. They're quite different from the Western concept of what a witch is, as each ethnic group has their own definition and practices. Their type of sorcery uses beetles, effigies, poppets, and a boiling pot or some other type of representation of the target victim. Which might be why the ex and the witch happened to be at Spotlight that day. She might have needed some felt and buttons to fashion a few poppets for spellcasting purposes. Or maybe they were just running low on holographic glitter. The spells are usually linked to the intended target by including something from them, such as hair or nail clippings. The witch then either harms an effigy to cause corresponding harm to the victim, or physically sends objects into the victim's body, such as insects or pins. Apparently they justify intending harm on others by seeing it like a form of criminal punishment, as it's a widespread belief that black magic doesn't work on people who are innocent. So their targets are usually people that they perceive to be wrongdoers. I'm not here to shade anyone's belief in witchcraft. Millions of people across the world believe in far nuttier things without anyone raising an eyebrow, so each to their own. You can witch if you want to. You can witch if you want to. You can cast some spells that bind. Cause your ex loves a witch. If you believe in witches, well, it ain't no concern of mine. I have a rather ingrained Western notion of witches. I think of them as being very modestly dressed in layers of black clothing and possibly sporting a pointy hat. I don't picture them in shorts, singlets and thongs, or flip-flops, or thong underwear for that matter. I just don't picture them in a hot climate like Queensland or in casual dress or at shopping malls. Lilia was in touch with both her ex-husband and his witch girlfriend via Facebook Messenger to organise the care of their 25-year-old son who had special needs. This is how Lilia had found out that the supposed witch had cast a spell on her to make her go blind. But obviously it hadn't worked because she wasn't blind. Or maybe it was a long con spell that would kick in gradually. You know, like what age does naturally to a person's vision. When Lilia bumped into the witch at the checkout line at Spotlight, she yelled words to the effect of, You're a witch and ugly, and said to her ex-husband, Wake up to yourself. You're also under a spell. Lilia then shoved her ex-husband and continued raging out into the shopping centre car park where she located his car and keyed the living shit out of it. Now, nothing in my research suggests that keying the shit out of a witch's partner's car was an effective way to overturn the power of a spell. It's far more likely to make bigger and worse spells rain down on your ass like a plague of locusts on steroids. What confuses me here is how Lilia responded to the alleged witch during the spotlight showdown. Surely if you believed someone had the power to cast spells on you and potentially make you blind, wouldn't you just back the fuck up out of the shop when you saw them? Would you confront them in the queue at Spotlight and call them ugly? Wouldn't that just piss her off more and make her cast more spells on you? See, I'm cool with the witch thing. This is the aspect of the case I struggle to believe. But I might be alone in that. Lilia later admitted her actions and pleaded guilty to common assault and willful damage. During a sentencing hearing in December, her lawyer Robert Beamish told the court that his client had freaked out after she'd received a threat that a spell had been cast on her. He said several months earlier the new girlfriend had conveyed a message to his client regarding making her blind. The threat had been passed on through her son. His instructions were to tell her The spell was cast, and to stop asking for money. Beamish stated, My client has spoken with others in the community. They have informed her this woman is a witch. Witchcraft is accepted in the Philippines. My client was under the impression a spell had been cast on her by this woman. Magistrate Bronwyn Hardigan accepted the conduct at Spotlight was extremely out of character for Lilia as she had no criminal history. She also considered several character references for her that described Lilia as a lovely and nonviolent person. Hardigan said, "'They speak about your commitment to your son. What a good person you are. You're a nurse and care for people. They can't believe this happened, and quite frankly, I can't believe it either. It's bizarre.'" She also accepted that Lilia did in fact believe the girlfriend was a witch. She said, "'You firmly believed, and it's believable, that there was some ill will that was directed at you from this woman. You believed that the threat had taken place. I can completely accept what was going on in your mind. It was real. But the keying of the car is a very serious matter.' Magistrate Hartigan ordered Lilia to pay a $1,000 six-month good behaviour bond and no conviction was recorded. Unfortunately, there isn't any word on how her eyesight is doing or if she still thinks her ex-husband's new girlfriend is in fact a witch. To finish up, I have a few punchline crimes for you. These are short cases that sound more like jokes than something that actually happened. 26-year-old drug dealer Saddam Mia was busted selling heroin in Wales. In May 2017, he was convicted on Class A drug dealing charges and was facing an immediate prison sentence. But he got lucky and avoided a prison term. To celebrate his freedom, he went out on the town and got well and truly shit-faced. Then he decided smashing up property was a fun thing to do and ended up getting his ass sent to prison after all. Sentencing Judge Neil Bitter QC told him, Court orders are meant to be complied with. It makes a mockery of the system if people like you manage to get suspended sentences and then thumb their noses at the court. 40-year-old Thomas Nagobo had been on the run from the law for seven years after stealing hardware products worth more than a £1,000 from his employer. He earned the title of South Africa's dumbest criminal last year when he saw an advert for a police recruitment drive and thought to himself, Hey, I know a thing or two about the law. I'm going to sign up. When he hadn't heard back from the police recruiters for a long while, he figured he'd just pop into the local police station to get an update on his application. A police spokesperson told the media the suspect was unexpectedly nabbed on Monday, August fifteenth, 2022, after he visited the Bethel SAPS to make inquiries about his application for a police recruitment drive. Even lukewarm Fry's Antoine from the first story would think that that was an idiotic move. A New Year's Eve fireworks display due to be held in Scarborough, England was called off after a big fuck-off walrus named Thor rocked up uninvited in the harbour. British Divers Marine Life Rescue advised the council that the loud noises could distress the walrus. And if there's one thing in life you do not want to do, it's distress a walrus. People swarm to the harbour to do a spot of walrus watching and catch a glimpse of Thor in all of his majestic glory. Scarborough resident Richard Coulson told the media, I live just around the corner from where it actually is and the traffic up and down our road, oh, it's just like a summer's day. It really is absolutely teeming with cars and people. It's amazing how much attention it's brought. But the marine mammal enthusiasts ended up getting a little bit more than they bargained for. I don't know if it was the thrill of the crowd or the motion of the ocean, but Thor found himself becoming randy. And it seems he was quite the exhibitionist, happily jerking his gherkin for all the nature lovers to see. While it's always been a tradition in my family to ring in the new year with a masturbating walrus, it seems some people were shocked and appalled by what they saw, while others focused more on the novelty of being in close proximity to such an interesting creature. A resident told local news, "'Oh, you respect nature when you see something of that size. Its tusks are bigger than my arms.'" And having now Googled the words walrus penis, I can assure you that it's bigger than this guy's arm too. This brings me to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you want to stay up to date with our future episodes. And if you dug what you heard, please leave a review. Thank you to Beckmuck and Beckmuck from Australia for doing just that. Just between you and me, I think they might be the same person. Shh. If you'd like to support the podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash dumbest criminals. All levels obtain access to monthly bonus episodes and ad free episodes, and higher levels also receive some merchandise. If you're up for more dumb criminals action in your life, you can follow me on Twitter at WDCriminals Pod and Instagram at World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast. Or you could join our World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast Facebook group. Thanks so much to the marvellous Lorraine Ledwell for running the group with me. And being <laughs> and being open to me drunkenly messaging her every time I discover a new song I like. <laughs> Stay tuned after the closing music to hear a promo for the podcast Hot Copy. Till next time, look after yourself, stay out of trouble, and whatever you do, don't commit a crime that makes you end up on this podcast.
4: Hi, I'm Ann Rogers, and with me is my friend, Sprightly Poole. Not just friend. Coworker, assistant, confidant. Sprightly Poole here. Now, I have something amazing to tell you. I'll start from the beginning. Back in 1941 through 1944, I had a radio show on NBC called Hot Copy. And when I was doing that, I was a newspaper reporter and a syndicated columnist. Now, just in case you don't know, Hot copy is a phrase that is used by newspaper reporters when they write a story that is breaking news, especially big news. And that is why our show was called what it was called. So there were definitely some wild adventures. She's not kidding when she's talking about those wild adventures. I tell you, we've been in danger more times than I can count. Everything from crazy killers to tracking down Nazi spies, we ended up in some situations that were downright terrifying. So true, Sprightly. But near the end of 1944, our show was canceled due to some conflicting points of view with the sponsor. It was too dark and unladylike, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we're doing now is taking all those stories and bringing them back to life adapted from the original scripts that's a feat in itself as nearly all the old audio is gone so we're starting out fresh with some amazing voice actors in fact really fresh because believe it or not somehow we haven't aged a day (laughs) yes it's true our new show is called hot copy radio Theater. Listen, download, and subscribe to High Copy Radio Theater on Apple Podcasts and probably every other podcast platform that you can shake a stick at. New episodes on the 10th of each month.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.